unnecessarily hostile here again the show that i do on my cell phone because therapy is too expensive that's it that's the only thing that's going on here (laughs) rather than talking it out with a medical professional i'm talking it out with you the uh listener type (laughs) the listener type i would say fan but god knows there aren't any of those going around this is a random click and you're going to give me about 30 seconds so here goes i had an episode i recorded a year ago that went not viral but got a lot of listens and i don't know why well i know why Because I titled it Sex. That was the name of the episode. And most of the episodes I record, if I'm honest, get maybe a half dozen, a dozen listens if um, I'm lucky. That one, for whatever reason, is up to nearly a hundred. And it's the only one in that ballpark because of the title. Because that's what the internet is. It's just horny people looking for answers to their boredom. <laughs> and, and I have, I, I, and I know full, so that's what, I'm just going to name every episode uh, just something about sex now. This one is going to be called uh, Finger in Dick Holes or something because that'll turn somebody on to listen to me, apparently. So I don't know how that last episode or that episode called Sex that I did a year ago got so popular uh, because it was very recently. It was, uh, it sat around for about six, seven, eight, nine months. I can count numbers. And then all of a sudden, one day, uh, a month or two ago, it just got like 45 listens. So uh, either an algorithm uh, shot me to the top of something. Or uh, my ass got passed around in someone's horny Facebook group or Reddit or something. I don't know. Uh, but there's there's no uh, quality to that episode that is uh, you know any any better than any of my other episodes. Uh, so why people choose to listen to or partake in the things they do, I'm none the wiser. I just create the content, okay? <laughs> there are episodes of, that I am much more prouder of. I, If my uh, episode on creativity is still online, if I haven't gone back and deleted that out of some sort of embarrassment yet, uh, I, I think that one was pretty well put together from what I remember. But I don't remember a lot of what I say in these episodes. These, this is simply me uh, talking... Because I can't afford therapy. And as soon as I'm done, I move on with my life. And if 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 this audio perchance finds you and is helpful in your life, uh cool. <laughs> Let me know, I guess. I don't know. If 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 we happen to be on the same wavelength or whatever moment you're in in your life, then I guess that's cool. But chances are I've probably moved on to Something, uh, some other level of embarrassment (laughs) that I have to expunge from my soul. (laughs) And so, yeah, I don't remember what I I said in any of those other episodes. I don't think I was lying or, uh, 
you know, trying to make myself sound cooler than I am, I usually tell the honest truth, even if I'm completely delusional. <laughs> so that brings us to the episode, uh, uh, topic of this episode, dating. <laughs> Want to talk about me being delusional. Uh, here it is. So dating, uh, I'm not dating. I don't plan on it. And I, uh, I, I'm a, I don't care. <laughs> I, I, I wish I did. I don't know. I'm in my mid thirties and, uh, it doesn't bother me at all to be not dating. I'll get into the reasons why and everything here in a moment. But, uh, yeah, for starters, it doesn't, uh, really, it doesn't completely devastate me. <laughs> I guess. I mean, being alone is kind of silly and bullshit, I suppose. Um, <clears throat> but being a guy, I don't, I don't feel the pressure. It's not like it is with the girls, you know. Girls, they, they seem to have a whole different world going on where, you know, they go home for Thanksgiving and their mother are just like, Sandra, you're 28 and you don't have children yet. You're still single. What happened to my baby? <laughs> doesn't happen in my world i don't put i don't have to deal with that no i i can be single till i'm 60 and have a child if i would like <laughs> i i don't want to at that age good lord but you know the, i mean yeah it all comes down to reproduction doesn't it and um i would like to have a kid so i have to uh by necessity attempt to date women that are still in birthing age and that is the fucking problem <laughs> okay now before i go into my neurosis and listen i am no uh, uh alpha male guy i'm not a migtow guy i am not i don't know what anything andrew tate has ever said I'm not apologizing for any of my opinions. I'm just letting you know right up front, I, I don't know anything. Like, I am not sitting here trying to be anybody's fucking hero so I can sell you t-shirts on my Teespring page. Like, like and subscribe to my channel and buy my t-shirts and I'll give you even more reasons to be a fucking miserable guy. I'm not that guy. I don't... I have no fucking idea. I'm really bad at, like... Uh, knowing any like it's important for me to have uh friends to talk this shit out with because most of the time i am completely unaware of how clueless i am and it's only when i i discuss shit with my friends that they're like you know you're you're dumb right and i'm like ah oh, yeah okay makes sense now now that i'm hearing things out loud uh and i'm watching another person's face contort with confusion and disgust. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I get it. I'm, <laughs> I have no idea what I'm really talking about. So, I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I would like to have a kid. And dating women in their 20s or still in their 30s, you know, uh, is so fucking exa exhausting. Uh, it always has been. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if that gets better with age. I suppose dating in the forties is a big relief when kids are off the table or whatever. 
Um, but does it get any better? Does it get to be less headaches and less stress? I don't know. I'm not there yet. And, uh, I'm not, I'm not cougar dating. Um, I have, I have friends that do. And, uh, I have a friend of mine who sends me photos of women he finds on these, like just hookup websites. And they're always cougars that are older than him. And he's about my age. And, uh, it, it just does not seem like anything I would get into. I, I just don't, I, I've entertained the thought, uh, but then, uh, no, no, I just, I, uh, so, <clears throat> okay. <laughs> so where am I? Who am I? Where have I been? All right. Let's, let's dive in all of this. Cause I've uh, stalled enough. So I'm not. In an incel, I'm not an involuntary celibate, never have been. I've been voluntary celibate. Um, yeah, I mean, because incel guys are what uh, disgusting, <laughs> they're they're atrocious or whatever. Like, they're the ones that all women look at and go, No, because there's something drastically wrong with these guys. That most of the time is fixable, but they're just refusing to fix it, right? Because uh, I've <laughs> I've seen every level of cute to not cute to skinny to fat uh, in a relationship. We all have. Go walk down the street. Go anywhere. Just go peruse social media. You will see. That people that look worse off than you think you are are somehow have somehow still found happiness, <laughs> you know. Uh, so being an involuntary celibate, I guess, is there's just something wrong with your psychology. It's what it has to come down to. It doesn't matter how you look. It matters how you take care of yourself and how you take care of others, you know. <laughs> so if that's a problem, I guess, you know, start small, shower, brush your teeth, uh, be polite and smile. I, whatever you have to do to make the first uh, step towards your uh, recovery from being a loser. And accept that you're a loser and don't get sad about it and don't go fucking ape shit on other people because of it. You know what I mean? The, it's not the rest of the world's problem that you uh, haven't fixed yours. So go ahead and fix your own fucking problems. <laughs> Stop uh, jerking off to porn five times a day. Start there. So that's, that's not me. I'm not an incel. Like I smell good. I can generally get people to laugh and enjoy my company. <laughs> uh, I've been cute at times, although when I put on weight, that kind of, mm, it gets, a, it gets, I don't put on weight well. Some guys do. Some guys put on weight and they look better, fatter. Uh, I don't at all. The weight goes in weird places in my neck and my tits. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I, I'm a disgusting fat guy. I, if I work out, I look really fucking well. And if I don't, I really look bad. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, but I've, I mean, I've always gotten enough attention and I've always had options. Um, options. I said like a Canadian. Um, 
So that's not my problem. And I'm not a MGTOW guy. That's a, that's a whole fucking other thing that, um, I probably was more of that in my younger years. This is the men going their own way. And these are guys who have just, uh, exited the dating field completely. Guys who are, for one reason or another, have said, I don't want to even attempt going on dates. I just want to sit in my bedroom and play video games. Uh, or, you know, work on my hobby of whatever. Uh, you know, my woodworking skills. I want to sit in the garage after work and work on putting together a soapbox derby racer. Or whatever whatever people do. I don't know. I'm a guitarist. I'm a nerd. I'm a musician. So that's, if I, if I do get absorbed in my hobbies, it's, yeah, I will cocoon myself in my bedroom for hours playing scales, which is very emotionally fulfilling, um, much more so than dating. So I think I have some, uh, crossover with the MGTOW world, but, uh, no, I've listened to those voices and I have two minds about it. Um, I think... There are the guys who have exited the dating scene because they are so horrendously uh, scarred from their divorce. Those guys are, and then there are the other guys who are still in the closet, but really need a good cover story. <laughs> They're gay, but they don't want to come out as gay or even probably acknowledge it with them, even be honest with themselves. And so they just pretend that they're a divorced guy, even though they're 19. <laughs> Those are the other guys in MGTOW, I'm sure. They're, I'm sure they exist. <laughs> now, I didn't date uh, a lot when I was younger because I did watch what was happening to my peer group. Um... I've always been the type to kind of sit back and observe my surroundings before making my move. And I didn't like what I was seeing a lot when I was young uh, dating. Um, you know, going back to high school and the early 20s even, I, I just saw a lot of guys get involved with relationships that ended terribly with them paying alimony to uh, a woman who stole their baby. I, I I decided I was never putting up with that. So, um, so yeah, so I've, uh, I've been very guarded, uh, with the way I date or attempt to get close to somebody. The, the trust barriers are up and they're up very high and I didn't need the internet to explain that to me. I didn't have YouTubers, to tell me, like, you gotta watch out for modern women. They will fucking treat you like an ATM or whatever. I didn't, I didn't need that because I saw it in in re, in the world before the internet, and uh, there was no way I was getting involved in that. I came to those conclusions on my own. I didn't completely quit dating, but I am a quitter. <laughs> <laughs> and I think if you would ask the women that I have attempted to get romantic with. Uh, they'll tell you that. He's not an incel. He's not MGTOW. He's a quitter. <laughs> and it, it, it all comes down to uh, the fact that dates are the 
boringest way to spend my time. They really stink. I mean, they fucking do. I don't like a date any any more than I like a coffee brunch with coworkers. It's the same thing to me. It's the same mood. It's let's go hang out with people, engage in in the uh, the worst of small talk. That's so fucking boring that I just want to leave immediately. Like I I don't know how else to explain that. I just don't. I'm not patient. I'm really not fucking patient. Um, and so maybe, yeah, maybe that's because of uh, the generation I am of, uh, you know, young person with the internet and uh, sugary caffeine drinks and no attention span. Yeah, that plays into it. Definitely does. And I definitely bail out far too quickly. <clears throat> so maybe that's uh, where I'm at. But dating's rough. It's really, I mean, it is, it's so fucking, like I said, I'm a guitarist and dating is so fucking boring. The only thing I'm thinking when I'm sitting at a, a bowling alley, having a burger and talking to a girl is like, I would just rather go home and play guitar. Um, I don't know how, that sounds pretty fucking lame. Um, I suppose if I was somebody like Dave Grohl and I said that, you wouldn't think I'm lame because that guy makes millions of dollars playing the guitar. But seeing as how I derive no income from it, you probably think I'm a bitch. <laughs> and um, feel free to uh, feel whatever you want. Um, I'm making myself vulnerable here. I don't really give a shit uh, what, what you think. This is what I choose to do. If you're not in show business, you are a coward of some kind. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, it's, it's tough for me to get past that feeling of complete utter boredom. Uh, and it does all kind of come back to the, I think, probably Patrice O'Neill observation that uh, guys, um, well, girls... Us guys have to fuck you before we find out if we even like you. That's it. That's where it starts. And everything before that just seems like a an awkward, uh, again, a coffee brunch with co a coworker. I don't. I don't know how to. I don't know how to connect on whatever. Uh, I don't know how to make romance happen before sex. I don't get it. It doesn't, it doesn't just show up. I don't start getting funny feelings in the pit of my bowels where I'm like, Ooh, this might be the one I'm having a real good time talking about a, a vacation to France. I took 10 years ago. She's really listening and Oh my goodness. Babies are on the way. I don't have those feelings. I don't know where, I mean, I can't talk myself into that. Uh, there is a rhythm to my body, okay? It's a bodily thing. I need to, I need to fuck a little bit, you know what I mean? It is a rare occurrence that a girl can talk her way into my heart. It has happened, but it's almost, I mean, if we're talking batting averages, we're talking less than a one of a percent of, of somebody with that skill and that girl is a carnival barker of all carnival barkers. You know, somebody that just fucking matches up magically with my vibration or whatever the new agers say. Um, but beyond that, it it's just, I fucking don't have the patience to wait it out. 
Um, <clears throat> yeah, and part of that, I guess, was probably a crippling porn addiction, which who born in the late 80s and early 90s didn't go through that? <laughs> we didn't have the information that was like, you know, this is ruining your brain, right? We didn't have that in my generation. We just had, hey, here's the dial-up internet. By the way, half the internet is porn, and as the years continue, the download speeds will get better. Good luck trying to s solve your own problems in life. You know, it's like, we, there, were, there was nobody my age that wasn't a, a complete porn addict for some time. Now I have finally cleaned up from that addiction. And that took uh, some real effort. And life has gotten better. Everything they say is true. Like, once you give that shit up... You know, you, you you get your brain back, you get your energy levels back, your testosterone's back, you get focus back. I just, I picked up fucking music theory, like, after years and years of trying. I quit porn, all of a sudden it's like, oh, do re mi fa sol makes sense. Never did before, but, you know, now that I took the barrier of pornography out of my life, uh, you know, that avenue opened up for me. <laughs> You know, uh, dating hasn't gotten better, but I don't know. I tried to explain to a friend of mine, girl, cute girl, uh, and it's important to have girls as friends. It is important to either be in the friend zone or to friend zone a girl. It really is, because to have a girl in the friend zone uh, will give you intel. It's like having a spy. And you need that. Um, <clears throat> and yeah, some a lot of the time I, I've ended up, I've ended up, I've ended up with a, a, a friend girl as opposed to a girlfriend <laughs> is because I have f four out of the five qualities they're looking for, but I'm just missing that one. That's usually how it works out, you know. Oh, Adam, you're cute. Oh, Adam, you uh, make me laugh. Oh, Adam, you're a decent fucking person. But, oh, you're just missing that one fucking quality that I really want before I would fuck your brains out. And I don't know what that is. It's a guessing game. If I would know, I wouldn't be in the position I'm at. <laughs> I wouldn't be your friend. You know, but that seems to be how it happens. So I had a friend of mine... I tried to explain uh, what it's like to be dating as a, a, a young male adult. And within two minutes, she became, like, horribly depressed. <laughs> and I was, not, uh, I was not being vindictive or uh, anything about it. I was just, these are the bare facts. Um, nothing works out. If anything works out, it's a fucking miracle. But generally, you you just go so far, and then the woman cuts it off. And then there's no reason, and there's nothing to learn from it. And then you do that again. <laughs> you start texting somebody, or chatting up somebody you, you met in the real world. And, uh, yeah, it gets to a point where it just ends. And, um, no fucking reason. And I explained this to her, and it seemed to just boggle her goddamn mind. Like, well, how is that? Why don't you, why don't you just make it happen? <laughs> okay, yeah, good advice. Good advice.
How dare you suggest that to me? I don't know. I mean... <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it comes back to that Dan Selder joke about, like, cute 20-year-old girls, are they'd say things like, I want to be on a boat, and then they're on a boat. <laughs> that's how... That's how silly it is to just be a young, cute girl. And, uh, yeah, they have uh, no idea the level of frustration that it must take uh, to be a man. I don't know, to date. Because, I mean, I, yeah, I don't, uh, like, I look online. I, I've signed up for the websites. I've sent some messages. I've gotten some some, I've, I've been in some text uh, things. I've been on some dates. I mean, I, I take it as far as it goes. Um, but yeah, fucking a. It's just like it's just a drag. The whole, I mean, the whole fucking thing is a drag, isn't it? I don't. What's the excitement in dating? Fuck, really? Like, what is it? Do you just you you go out to fucking dinner? Boring. It's fucking boring going out to dinner. I didn't. I didn't enjoy it when I did it when I was fucking uh, having birthday parties when I was nine years old. Why? Why would I enjoy going out to a restaurant now? I don't. What? What's the big? Ooh, there might be some sex at the end of this date. Is that enough to keep me fucking reeled in? I mean, I wish. But then you start talking to these fucking dunces. You <laughs> now I'm just getting angry. You know. But I'm gonna be on real fucking honest here. Most of the fucking women uh, that I meet on a daily basis are not worth fucking. <laughs> and once that's out the window, what's I don't know what's left. I mean, good God, the women these days—they don't even try. I don't. I don't know. I don't know else to explain that other than it's just like they've become men. They 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 either they either fuck everybody or they fuck nobody, and they want you to marry them or something. It's just like ugh, it's just gross. It's just too many levels of gross. I don't know. It's frustrating for me to put up with because there's. I'm never gonna meet me. Like, I'm never going to meet somebody that's, like, on my level of wants and needs. There's always going to be some give and take. Uh, uh, you know, I don't know. Maybe I'm just excited by the fucking uh, women that are wrong for me. That's certainly, uh, you know, an issue, always. <laughs> it's, it's, it's never the ones that are going to treat me well that I'm real attracted to, is it? No, it's always the ones that want to rip my heart out. You know, but yeah, I mean, um, I don't want to take care of somebody's kid. I don't want to take care of somebody's debt. And, uh, <clears throat> and the thing is, is I can kind of see a hustle coming from uh, pretty far away. You know, I, I uh, <laughs> so I, I, I know if you're after those things, it's, it's really, it's not a spidey sense thing. It doesn't take skill. It just takes listening and f understanding fucking people's psychology that most people are shitty liars, really terrible at it. And you can generally tell what somebody's really after real fucking quick. So, uh, yeah.
I mean, I don't, yeah, I mean, I don't want to be alone. I would definitely like to have a, a child, uh, a wife, a family. <laughs> I would really like to just be boring. You know what I mean? Like, uh, where is that? Where's the dating for boring people? Boringdates.com. <laughs> Which, I don't know. I mean, am I being uh, a hypocrite now because I said I most dates bore me? I don't know. I, don't, I mean, I don't know what the answer is. There's just... I'm, I'm stuck in a, a, a land of confusion with, uh, you know, whoever wrote that song in the 80s. Good Lord. Phil Collins, maybe? <laughs> Genesis? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I've tried, and I don't... Uh, I mean, I don't quit trying, but I don't exactly keep going either. Like, after about five or six dates, when I realized they were all the same thing, and I found no joy in any minute of it, like, I just quit. There was joy in dating and exploring who uh, I was as a very young person. Um... Yeah, and then it, now it's just Amy Winehouse with uh, I've forgotten all of Young Love's joys. <laughs> um, uh, I don't know. I mean, I I wish dating didn't feel like such. A, like, I felt like I was on a corporate coffee date or something, but that's that seems to be where it is. Um, and I'm not going to get into any of this. Uh, um this bullshit, uh, prostitution, uh, I don't, I, I don't really, I don't care, I don't care enough about getting laid to, uh, chase down that, no, it's really not all that important, I don't know, maybe I'm just overthinking it, you know, maybe it's just like, uh, I feel like I have sidestepped uh, a disaster of a life by not getting uh, some moron pregnant when I was 18, when I could have, <laughs> you know, because I've seen how that's worked out for guys. And yeah, I'm glad I didn't um, convince myself that I was in love with somebody that I was coming into only to find out a year later that uh, she's gone and uh, I owe her money for two decades. Uh, fuck that. That's retarded. And women will get angry at you for that shit. Um, if they find out you're single. <laughs> I, I was, uh, a couple of years ago, I was working in a, um, uh, what's it, a bank uh, in, uh, it's a bank, but it's one of those like kiosk banks inside of a uh, grocery store. And one of the girls at the grocery store um, found out that I was single and that I wasn't even trying to date. And she got sassy on me, you know, in that, in that weird way that girls will try to do that reverse psychology shit they will do on you. Well, they'll just be like, you just mad because you can't even get a girlfriend like that's the level of shit she was giving me like what was i going to do with that challenge her like oh yeah you just wait and see and then a week later i come back like check it out bitch i got a girl living in my house 
<laughs> I was going to meet her challenge or something. And, uh, and I was really going to show her. Okay. Yeah. No, all she, all she would have done would have been, Oh, okay. Guess I got exactly what I wanted from you. You dopey, aggressive motherfucker. Um, <laughs> sorry. I could see the, uh, the reverse psychology game. And I wasn't about to fall into a fucking empty relationship just to make uh, uh, your dreams come true, weird fucking person. Uh, so, I don't know. I don't know. I'm just a quitter. I really fucking am. Um, uh, because I, I don't see a lot of the uh, plus side. I just, I just don't. I just, I just see the fucking just the it's exhaustion more than anything of the of the fucking the constant like i could never be an actor i cannot go on auditions constantly that lead to nowhere it's just it's boring to me it's so fucking boring when i can just go home and be a writer you know fuck acting fuck reading somebody else's script nope sorry i can write one of my own because i'm a bit of a fucking study <laughs> that's a weird metaphor. I don't know where that showed up from or even means. Uh, um, I don't know. I don't know, and I don't know if this is all that important. But uh, this is well, this is my therapy session, I suppose. As I said, and I've got little else to say. I don't, I don't know if I got any breakthrough here. I don't know if I learned anything. Uh, <laughs> Maybe if you're a young person and you're still confused about the dating world, well, yeah, I don't, I don't know if you learned much from me, um, other than the fact that, uh, yeah, you just you just might end up sitting around being lonely, and uh, don't let that depress you because, well, let it depress you if you, if it has to, if it motivates you, I guess, you know, whatever motivates you to change your life for the better, go for it, do it. I got so angry this morning, I, I worked out. That's what happened to me. You know, I've been sitting around for a couple of days thinking, like, I should work out, but I've also had a head cold, and, uh, you know. And then this morning, I just sat around, and uh, something pissed me off. And I was, I said, that's it. I don't, no, nah, it's, fuck it. I'm, do I'm done. I'm going to fucking work out. I don't want to fucking think about this anymore. <laughs> you know. Which in other times I would have probably just watched porn or, um, yeah, no, that's it. But yeah, now I've, I've channeled all that energy into, uh, working out, which is good for me and also good for my, uh, future success and happiness, I suppose, even though working out is another fucking, uh, boring, boring, uh, adventure, you know? It's the, it's the after effects that are, are so good. You know, it's not the workout itself, but it's the next day when you, your body feels great. That's what you look forward to. Uh, so <laughs> watch, watch me in like a month, have a fuck, get somebody pregnant. Just it, it's, it's how it's going to work, right? It's always, always, this shit always works. You know, it's always darkest before the dawn, Nold Trump. <laughs> I, that joke didn't make sense. I just wanted to say uh, the words Donald Trump in case that still offends somebody. I don't know. Is there anybody out there that's still uh, 
plotting their whole emotional experience on this life around what Donald Trump is doing? Is that still happening? Um, because that pretty much, uh, that's, that's, I don't, if for or against him, that was, uh, that was a reason for me to not associate with somebody a couple of years ago. <laughs> I, I, I know people love their politics. I know people love their celebrity. Um, and I'm not immune from that myself, but once you kind of get away from all of that obsessiveness, um, and you see how stupid it is, <laughs> it's really hard to take that stuff seriously. And, um, yeah, I think I learned that when I was traveling, I'm, I'm just babbling now, there's going nowhere. Uh, but yeah, I, I remember being in England and I was living there for a while and I would listen to political commentary and I just thought I could not care less. Uh, it's like, or like when you go to another country and you spend their money, but it, it all, it's not your money. So it all looks like monopoly money. You don't feel like you're losing or anything. You're just spending monopoly money. Uh, cause you've already, you've already spent real money taking out their cash at the ATM. So you're just like spending money frivolously. Like, yeah, it doesn't even matter. And I felt that same way. But when I was listening to uh, British politics, I thought, wow, this, this stuff really has a lot of meaning for these people. And I don't, uh, I don't feel that way at all. And, uh, and then when I returned to America, I, I kind of felt the same way of like, wow, this used to mean a lot to me when I was earlier and younger and had, uh, ambitions in the world and i thought i could bend the world to my will and then i now realize that that will never happen and so why would i invest my time in this i don't know because <laughs> uh, i'm not a fan of it it's boring to me to watch c-span you know and i don't plan on making any income off of politics so why would i spend my time there that'll all change i'll get into my 50s and i'll become the get off my lawn guy and uh yeah i'm sure i'll be i'll have a lot to say then but um okay i this is a babbling session i don't know there, there's no there's nothing more to be gained from this podcast um <laughs> so if you want to go on a date you know just let me know yeah <laughs> Send me a DM with a sexy face or whatever. <laughs> I'm really not looking for a date. Um, I'm still not. I don't know what.